Hello and welcome to Poolside Problems. I'm Tor. And I'm Elle. Poolside Problems is a podcast about our lives as 30-somethingish women living on a small island. From moving abroad and finding friendship in unlikely places, the fun and the hard times, including some of the bigger problems life throws at us, like fertility, relationships, moving countries and everything in between. Not forgetting our poolside problems, our daily rants that aren't really serious problems at all. Hi. Hello. God, that was chirpy, wasn't it? Yeah. It sounded a bit like my life. <laughs> like that. We're back. We're back. I like that we say that and it's like a weekly thing now. Yeah. I've only been gone that long. Yeah. <laughs> still chuffed. Still chuffed that we're recording the sound of our voices. Yeah, literally. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, I don't really feel like I've got much to report. I'm having like I'm trying to be chilled and quiet and not go out too much because um I'm gearing up for my friends coming over to Bermuda in a few weeks. So I'm trying not to like make myself too tired in preparation for it. Before Bermuda goes for Essex. Before Essex comes to Bermuda. Yeah. <laughs> I mean literally, then I've been by the time you hear this podcast. So we'll have to update in a few weeks afterwards. But um yeah, I don't feel like I've done much. Just being kind of had a lovely weekend with the kids, done some swimming, stuff like that. How about you? Yeah, good. Um, same really. Just I feel like we're on on the cusp of a really busy like yeah, and travel and visitors and just um actually majorly like hadn't really thought this through until this week. But I'm gonna have to put my kids in the bedroom together. First time, Ooh, um, first time to you to free up a bed, um, unless they want to share with a grandchild. Um, so uh, yeah, I have to have to work work that out, or whether we put her in our cupboard. Um, when I was in this cupboard, it's absolutely massive. It's big walking wardrobes. So. Yes, but someone did alert me earlier. It doesn't have um AC. So actually, at this time of year, like, is it even fair to put her in in that? Got in, a window. in that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at the minute we're just having that window open. So as long as the, it's a cool lady, is it? Yeah. The tree frogs and the... Oh, fall off. No. So loud. And the wind. No, I think it should be all right, surely. Yeah. Do you have, like, white noise or anything? Yeah, I'm not... I don't know how much she can hear anyway, but, um, yeah, it is... No, you're right, but I'm just wondering whether we just bite the bullet now and put them in a bed in a room together and they start to get used to it well I mean the thing is you could just try it and if it works great and if it doesn't then you've tried because yeah. then at least you free up another room to have as a just a spare bedroom and an office or whatever you want um and then you've done it now yeah and when we go on holiday we're not going to be you know they're going to have to share rooms mm. um and stuff we're not going to be getting like three bedroom hotel room <laughs> <laughs> anytime soon yeah. um so yeah um, but that might be a little um, project for later this week, I guess. Oh, good. Good luck with that. We'll have to let you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, you're always, they always have moved quite well, though, between the two, haven't they? Yeah, I suppose, yeah, they're in with us and then they went in the same room and then we did separate them for a bit and we've put them back um, and they're fine now. Yeah, they don't really wake each other up. Sometimes they do. Um, do they? Sp- I keep meaning to ask you, do they speak a twin language? Yeah, they definitely do chat together. Like mm-hmm. Earlier on, I like ignored them for a bit because I was trying to make a fish pie. And then um, they were really, really chatting to each other and like really giggling. It's so, so cute. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. They know what they're talking about. Yeah. 
I tell you what we were going to do first. Oh, what? We were going to talk about the email that Erin sent me. The email. Um, so when I first came to the island, um, I know we spoke about how we met, but um, Elle actually sent me an email. Who sent the email? She could have got my number and sent me a WhatsApp. Also, I can't believe we forgot about this for like four years. I know. And one, one day I was like, we were out having drinks not that long ago and I was like, email yeah, yeah and I was it like genuinely popped into my life why did you email me but anyway she sent me an email basically like welcome me on the island because like she knew pe- we knew sort of people and um I feel like Elle needs to read the email because it's too brilliant should I read it in my voice or should we put it on Instagram for people to read is it really long I can't remember it's not that long is it it can't be that long what would I have sent it to Okay, so we found the email and Elle is going to read it to you just because, one, it was only four years ago. Why was she emailing me? And two, it's just brilliant. Go on. Yeah, well, I guess maybe I didn't want to stalk you, but I'm already reading about that. This is about stalking. Why didn't I Instagram message you? Was that a thing then? I don't know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hi, lovely. We haven't met yet, but I think my Tom bumped into your hubby a few weeks ago when you were in the midst of the move waiting for furniture. We've been there, can't believe it was exactly a year ago, in fact. Then I keep seeing people who tell me you're here and to get in touch. Your sister trades with my friend, X, and then I bumped into an old colleague of yours, X, sounding weirdly stalky now. (laughs) Anyway, hope you all settled into your new place now. Sad that you couldn't make golf barbecue at X and Y's, but definitely will be more opportunities to meet soon. If you're around over the long weekend, let us know. We're having a super quiet one after million trips back, millions of million trips back for weddings. But could you lunch up at the Tuckers or Village Pantry if you're keen? I'm also widowed the following week. Widowed? Oh my god, I haven't said that for ages. <laughs> Whilst Tom is at Monty, if you're around, we might do a girls' dinner. Dog soon, Elle. I mean, it's so nice. Oh, and friendly. Oh, like, that's so nice. I feel like that is like that is proof of like what it is like in Bermuda. Like when you first come, how nice people can be. But I feel like lols that we're still friends and the first thing you did was send me that email. And it doesn't look like you really replied. Oh, maybe you did. Oh, you did. Okay, fine, fine. You did reply. And then I must have met you not long after. Ah, How it all began. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I don't know if anyone else found that funny, but I just think it's so funny (laughs) that you emailed me. It's just brilliant. But it is a nice email and it does show that, like, you will like expats do welcome each other and like yeah yeah it, yeah it's true i feel like evil maybe when i first got here people emailed us maybe anything on that behind with one the of those things as well like the way it says like people keep saying you've joined the island and it's so true like if like somebody new joins the island obviously we don't know if one new but if it's like someone's like work colleague or a wife of a work colleague you're literally like, oh, I heard you came on the island. Like, people, like, know you arrived before you even... Oh, it's so weird. It does just pop. I actually also remember Tom telling me about you and him and being like, oh, I met this girl. I feel like you're going to really like her. She's, like, just moved here or moving here. And um, she was wearing, like, green matching um, tracksuit, like, at the airport. Was that the airport? Your travel, yeah. Um, anyway, like, he obviously knew that I would appreciate a good travelling outfit. Yeah, I would like hers. Because <laughs> yeah, they, they were flying back from, like, a big work thing, and I basically, I didn't, like, when you live in Bermuda, because we fly a lot, we all get, like, bronze, silver, gold, like, uh, BA status. 
And I didn't have anything like that at the time because I'd just moved here. And one of James's really good friends was flying and James was like, just message him and see if he'll get, get you in the lounge because the airport was really busy. And he was like, yeah, yeah, like, just come and meet me. And I like, was sat with him in the lounge and then all these guys came in and they're all obviously like just reinsurance guys. James knew most of them and there's just little old me in my tracksuit and they'd all just come from a conference and they're like chinos and shirts. Still. <laughs> like, I was like, hi, and like, eating my burger. Like Kimbo's like, she's with me. Um, but yeah, it's just really, really random of like how it was like just me in this loud. It is one of like the flying thing. I'm sure we've touched on it before. Is like one of those one of those weird things here where like you're at the gate to go to or from Bermuda, and you will know a load of people. And like never in my life have I gone to an airport and even just bumped into someone no. at an airport. But like two twenty. Yeah, no, he threw. <laughs> you definitely do always throw the people. Yeah, um, when we were on our recent flight, through, we went through Miami, um, and we that as we did our half an hour layover or whatever, we were walking through the airport and sat down at the gate, and Tom's like, "So nice, just not knowing, like not looking around, knowing anyone, like it's just yeah. you know, totally anonymous here." And at that moment, he then was like, "I'm just going to go for a wee." Went to the loo. And came back and was like, I'd bumped into someone that I used to play rugby with like 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> we're on the same flight. <laughs> so stupid. But um, yeah, so apart from that instant, you don't really bump into people. But it's just one of those Bermuda quirks, isn't it? It is, definitely. Yeah. Um, speaking of Bermuda quirks, do you have a poolside problem for this week? I have a poolside problem for this week. Yes, Elle. And my poolside problem is that... Your clothes, shoes and handbags go mouldy. Oh, so this week I had, um, like, in my old houses, I think we've talked a bit about mould before, actually. But like, about the humidity. Yeah. Um, like, in my old house, nothing went mouldy. I think we were up high and it was fine. Whereas this house, literally, I poured out a pair of, like, expensive shoes the other day and they were so mouldy. Nearly made me cry because I was such a shoe lover. Yeah, you are. So <laughs> what I've done is I've, like, rearrange my cupboard and like one of my wardrobes is really warm and it's got heaters in it to stop things going moldy so I've pulled all my nice shoes into that and then I've put a heater in the other cupboard and like my flip-flops and stuff are in that one but it sounds so stupid but like if you spent money on clothes and shoes you don't want them going moldy and it's so upsetting when you pull out a pair of designer shoes or a designer handbag and they're like thick and green mold on it it's like such a poolside problem like it's so nice where we live and that's definitely a downside but but it's like it's like literally like i'm trying to think of a way of likening it in the uk um because you know when you you know how if you your raspberries go off or something it like captures and then it's soon and it's suddenly just it's not just like one raspberry it's the whole thing it's just gone furry yeah it's like that with with like clothes and shoes is and yeah it's just like one one minute is fine and then the next minute you pull it out and you're like, what? What the hell is that? Yeah, so that's definitely my poolside problem. I've had to, and we recorded my wardrobe and it was all clothes and I've had to condense my clothes a bit. Sad. Um, is this a seasonal selection? No, I've just, it is, but I've actually just folded them all up tighter. <laughs> and like, I've made, I've Marie Kondoed my drawers in the other room and stuff. So, um, so yeah, now I've got a lot of my shoes, which the boys really enjoyed. The twins like love a shoe like me. And Rafty literally walked in here this morning and went, shoes! <laughs> and I started pulling them off the thing. And I was like, no, I'm going to leave my shoes. And now I'm, 
I love how they took one each of my shoes the other day and just like wandered off in different directions. Twin life. That was shoe, bless them. That was amazing. But yeah, and also some my wedding shoes, which have just been in a box that I kind of forgot about. And I want to wear them. Yeah, you should definitely wear them. I'm definitely going to wear them soon. Um, well, we are fully on the topic of clothes now. Actually, my poolside problem is yep. definitely a clothes thing. What is it? Well, because now I have a daughter, um, I, like, I'm not going to lie, it was once I thought she was a boy the whole way through my pregnancy. Um, so when we were told that she was a girl and she was here, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, like getting my head around it. But I was like, I said to people, my, I'm really excited for the clothes. Like, um, because I have found buying boys clothes like a lot harder than um well certainly now with girls like there are so many choices like i could i could spend an infinite amount of money which i can't do like on clothes for rory whereas with albie i like obviously still there are some lovely Mm. brands out there but there are a lot of like prints and dinosaurs yeah dinosaurs and trucks and like don't get me wrong he loves those things and stuff but I really want him in like dinosaur pajamas, like or like clothes out and about all the time and stuff. Um, and there is a time and a place for that. I know they love, and there will be a day where, like I think you said before, where the twins will want to choose what they're wearing, and it will definitely be a dinosaur print. Yeah, and that is what it is. It's but, fine. Like, why is it, there are just as many boy baby boys in the world as there are girls? But yeah. like, how come like companies are making so many more beautiful girls' clothes, <laughs> and then like kind of. Even just finding a pair of pajamas that are like plain or striped or something for a yeah. day is way harder, I think. No, it's so annoying. I actually saw a brand popped up on my Instagram the other day and its like logo was literally like, no dinosaurs, really? trucks. And I was like, yes. <laughs> um, it was just like cute little plain stuff or like a little stripe. Yeah. But it's true. Like when you find the brands that do the nice stuff, it's fine. But like, yeah, you don't want them in all those patterns. Whereas girls you can kind of mix up the patterns and things like that. And actually I saw like a pink dinosaur outfit the other day and I was like, it just wasn't as awful as like the blues and reds that you find for boys. Um, I think that's the thing is they're quite garish, like yeah, the, of the boy stuff. Whereas girls, things just like have these beautiful collars mm. and like little like frills. The and frills with the button and leggings and things yeah, like that. It's just like, like that little detail. But um, And no, I'm not going to dress him in like flowers and frills, but like... But that would be fine, sure, obviously. Um, but I just, um, yeah, I kind of, even just a pineapple print is fine. Oh, yeah. I want it, doesn't, it doesn't need to be these, like, primary colour, like, No, it's only on horrible, big, bright colours, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But also when you're on, like, say, Zara, there's about 20% of the choice for a boy. Amazing. Like, there's so much yeah, stuff. Because I don't shop for girls, so I don't know. Um, it's so, yeah, it's. Like, or even if you go into a Zara, like, there's way, way, way more in the kids' yeah. section for girls. But maybe that's just because they probably know who their customers are, don't they? Uh, any brands that are, like, local or, like, will send to Bermuda through DHL, because that's the only delivery company I've decided I like sending me stuff in Bermuda too, because they're the best, um, that has lovely prints, then please let us know. Yeah, that's a good poolside problem, Al. I do think, like... We talk a lot about our, like, clothes. Obviously, we've already talked a lot about um, deliveries and not being able to get clothes here, which is annoying. But I also think um, we've, like, we all talk about, because you can't just go, oh, like, 
when I get back to England, I'll just nip into Sonto before I go to this wedding, mm-hmm. like to get an outfit and or whatever you like. But also, um, you're really good at this, is like clearing out your wardrobe and staying on top of things. Yeah, but I'm ha- I'm definitely having at the moment on the back of two pregnancies. My size has changed like probably seven times. Like even it's changing every month because since stopping breastfeeding, I've like lost a tiny bit more weight and. Um, so the jeans I bought a month ago already feel quite baggy mm. and then like that's obviously a great thing you know if, if weight loss is the goal but at the same time I just don't have like I relentlessly don't have anything that fits me and then I have things that two months ago fit me fine are now like inappropriately large because yeah. I was like still yeah carrying like baby weight as they say um, and I think obviously that's heightened my living here but I don't know how, you know, if you were to have get a more, there's a lot of now about buying less is more and like mm-hmm. a more sustainable wardrobe. We couldn't do that because our body shape's changed. No, and I do think it's nuts how much they do change. Like I like lent you a pair of jeans that I got after I'd had the twins and they were like bigger than I'd normally wear and they were my comfy but still look nice jeans. Obviously they're too big for me now. And you borrowed them, but they literally fit you for like a couple of weeks and you were like, they're way too big now. And it's like, if you'd have had to buy that size and then like you just borrowed them and gave them back, which I think is one good thing about sustainability is between us, we have swapped and shared a lot of clothes. And I do think here there is a really, really great like um, secondhand market. Yeah. And people aren't like, not that people are snobby about it in England either, but um. You know, people are literally like, wow, a load of new clothes to just try and see and that yeah. stuff. And like, you know, I think I actually did give Jossie my old knickers by mistake because I put them in a bag of maternity oh, bags. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's never like fully declared what were in it, but I was I realized like, not long after I'd given her this bag of clothes, I was like, oh my God, I think there was a bag for the for the dump and a bag for <laughs> mix them up. Um, and she literally was like, thanks so much for this bag of things, but no thanks. Um, <laughs> have your dirty old niggas back things again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, um, no, there is a really good second hand, but we do, we probably keep things for longer because pass them, pass them around. Yeah. Ends. And I'll be like, look, borrow these for a bit or collaborate these and I'll give them back. And then if you don't want them anymore, you can pass them on somewhere else or charity. But if not, then like I'll keep them or you can have them back. Um, but I think body shape and the way we change is insane. Like my biggest thing was obviously before I even had the boys was that I was like taking drugs, getting pregnant, having miscarriages, taking drugs for taking drugs for pregnancy. Yeah, not taking drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no, no, <laughs> taking drugs for pregnancy, um, and then that obviously happened three times, and then I was on like proper drugs for like fertility. And like some of them really blow you out and then you get pregnant and then you have miscarriage. And my body changed like four times before I'd even had babies. So like it was just heartbreaking and one of the most frustrating things because I was like, I've still got the big boobs, but no baby. I've still got like a bloated stomach. Like it's just so frustrating because I was like, I didn't have maternity wear because I hadn't been pregnant, but like my body had done similar things and like, because it had been pregnant a few times, it always got a bit bigger quicker. And like, it was just so frustrating and you just don't know how to dress for it. You don't want to look pregnant because then people comment on it. Like, do you remember that poor guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, 
Luckily, I was in a good frame of mind and it really actually didn't get to me. But he literally, I had my bikini on and I was like, just bloated, wasn't I? And he was like, oh, are you pregnant if you join the gang or something? And I literally was like, but then he also didn't stop there because he's like, no, I've just had another miscarriage or whatever. And he went, oh, yeah, because absolutely everyone is pregnant now. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, thanks for that, mate. Um, luckily, he was like this cutest little gay guy, and I actually don't think he really, like, he obviously didn't understand the implications of what he was saying, and I was in a good headspace. It actually didn't affect me as much as it could have done at separate times. But it's just things like that. Like, I didn't have the bikinis or the swimsuits. Like, I remember us, like, going out for dinner one night, and I wore an oversized shirt, and I just felt like I needed to hide my body because I wasn't any of those things. And then, then getting pregnant... And then after the boys, like the big boobs, the losing weight, trying different clothes. And then the clothes I had, I was like, oh, they're really inappropriate for like now. Like before I just shoved on a little pair of like denim short hot pants and a like vest up, which I'm fine with now, but I just, my body wasn't ready for that yet. And I was like, ugh, none of my clothes look right on me. Well, then swimwear is like a whole other oh. ball game as well. And the, obviously we're lucky in that we get to wear swimsuits and lot here yeah. and stuff but then there's the downside is you've got to like maintain your your not necessarily your physical appearance like no one has to do that but you i feel like if i know i'm going out then i'm gonna be in a bikini around loads of people not like in a bikini for a long time now um but like i would get a wax or like you know, oh god what, that like is... shave my legs yeah and, like i quite frequently forget to do that so i'm not that on top of me personal maintenance <laughs> um but there's like then you ha- do you have the slight pressure of like oh am i going to be in a swimsuit that fits me now because oh like or that isn't going up my bum i think like the other day on that boat i was i kept going have i told you i've got a really hungry vomiting and then you're like yes four times <laughs> <laughs> but it's true and a lot of swimwear nowadays is like that the bum swimwear which like is fine but i think we're not used to that like we're it, and it does feel like you're all of a sudden be like, both my ass cheeks are hanging out. Like, and like, I've got a juicier button than I ever had. It's like, I quite like it. It doesn't bother me. But like, it's just, it's just getting used to your figure. Like some people are bigger than they wanted to be. Some people are smaller than they wanted to be. And you're like, you just need to dress for your figure and your happiness. Um, also, um, we've talked about this before, but the, um, we, like, we grew up in the generation of like, Kate Moss is yeah and like I don't want to say androgynous because she's just a total babe she doesn't look yeah. like um, androgynous but you know like skinny was cool yeah and so I'm um, and maybe even like a bit very home baggy clothes was kind of was chic mm-hmm. whereas I, I can't even speak for what's what's like the rage now <laughs> I'm so out of touch but, um, but but it, like I do think like I see younger um, girls in like a bikini that I would be like, well, I wouldn't even have worn that when I was twenty. Yeah, because it's like you know cutting in on t- my like love handles and yeah and stuff. But I'm um, but actually they look great. Like there's literally no reason why they shouldn't be wearing that. Um, I think it's such a nice culture of that. Yeah, it is. For um, sure. And that, and not to be like oh every, you know nothing tastes as good as skinny feels mm. and stuff. No food, food tastes the best. Yeah, I think that's another thing with the whole pregnancy and your body changing is like. Towards the end, you're obviously in like baggy clothes, and most pregnant girls 
unless you're one of those neat, tight, tiny little ones that are still in your like skinny jeans before. It's like not many people have that. That like you're in like baggy dresses or like tight dresses, but they're bigger than you'd normally wear because you've obviously got to fit your bump. And everyone goes, oh, I'll definitely wear this again. Like, <laughs> this would be perfect for afterwards. And then afterwards, you're like, Ugh, I can't even look at that dress. Like, it's so massive. It's like a switch. It's that. just such a weird thing. And it's not that you hated being pregnancy necessarily. Like, I liked being pregnant, but I just hate my pregnancy clothes. Like, I think I've kept, like, two pieces that I do still wear. And actually, they're Zara shirts that I bought in extra large. And they fitted over my bump. And now I wear them with, like, um, leather leggings. And they look really nice and oversized. They're the only two things that I've kept. Because I'm like, all the dresses, I'm like, Oh, I just don't know why. I can't bear to look at them any longer. Yeah, and actually, I don't know if you... Well, I think I, I've i said when you've given me stuff in the last year with my pregnancy with Rory that, like, I'm like, well, do you not... Maybe if you're thinking about having another one, do you not want this... Do you want it back? Or And you're literally like, no. Like, even if I have another baby, I want, I want like, different yeah. pregnancy clothes and stuff. Yeah. And, weird, it is, and I feel the same. I should just get rid of, like, all the things I've worn in the last... Well, because you can't hit it. And then you're like, you never wear it anyway. And like, I was pregnant in England in the summer and it's even like a different wardrobe to summer here. And like you just dress differently in the two different countries. So I'm just like, do you know what? I'll just buy some other bits. I don't, I won't be pregnant with twins. So I don't know how big I'll be. I might not be as big. I might be able to accommodate more. But also here, it is Walmart. So you wear less clothes. So actually like a lot of the dresses I've got now might work anyway. Or, like, you just shove on a pair of denim shorts and not properly do them up with, like, a big T-shirt or something. Yeah. And you I wouldn't go out in, like, like, I remember you wearing Tom's T-shirts. Like, I'd just chuck on James's T-shirts a pair of denim shorts. Whereas in the UK, I wouldn't, like, pop out like that. It just wouldn't feel the same. Yeah, you're so right. And, like, for example, thank God from having two son pregnancies here, I didn't really have to wear pregnancy jeans much yeah. because I don't think my body's ever been designed for those, like, cutty-in waistbands. No, to be fair, I remember buying some of those at the beginning of my pregnancy in the UK and then quickly realised I couldn't. But then the over-the-bump ones, I must admit, I did love because then I'd wear them with, like, one of those oversized baggy shirts and my legs didn't change. Like, they put on a little bit of weight. So I'd still have, like, my normal size legs, this big bump, and then, like, my shoulders were all, like, the same size. So I still felt, like, quite like me. And I didn't feel like I had to wear like a big baggy dress all the time, which is not my style. I am a denim shorts, skinny jeans kind of girl. Um, so I did love that actually in the UK that I could still wear my skinny jeans and my leather leggings with an oversized top. And like, or I'd wear like a really tight vest top so you could really see the bump. And that was like my style. Like I just liked it. Did you, do you know how much weight you gained with the twins in the end? No, it's really weird because I don't ever weigh myself in normal life. But they weigh they weigh you a lot here in pregnancy. Yes, yeah, yeah, I didn't. So at the beginning, when I was at the fertility clinic, they weighed me a lot, but I can't remember for the life of me. And then after that, I don't remember being weighed. And if I was weighed, it definitely was, I think, because I had so many issues and stuff. I think it was just bottom of my list of like, I couldn't have given a shit how much I weighed. I literally was just like... Yeah, it's asking a million questions about the twins all the time. So, no, I know, I've got no idea. I'm sure it's on no, a piece of paper somewhere. Yeah, it's not really. It, uh, I, I'm just curious because I, mm. like, I gained nearly 60 pounds with Albie. Mm. I never, and I don't remember what I gained in, this, in my second pregnancy, but, um, like, that is quite a lot of weight to, like, gain. Yeah. 
to hack and obviously he was only 10 pounds of that so like it's crazy how much but also you like you said your legs stayed this like the rest of you stayed the same you just had a really big bum yeah but, but then like you have more blood flow and stuff i guess as nuts yeah and then also after you lost quite a lot of weight because you got married like less than was it less than a year or just a year after that yeah a year after had albie so you were on that like wedding diet i think that was a good way to do a wedding like yeah. and it was harder because i had to because um, i had a baby and i had to mm-hmm. um like more felt the pressure to lose weight with that not that easy but um I don't think between two pregnancies I would have lost weight if I didn't have a weight yeah. sandwiched in between yeah. two. Yeah. Um, you just like naturally, uh, like even this time around, it's been like, I've been less incentivized yeah. to. But you don't like, as we weight. say, like your body shapes now are different. And although it is a bit more ingrained into us, like, oh, skinny, but actually like us having like juicier bums and things like is totally fine. And like our bellies, obviously, like mine is luckily quite flat but I've still got that layer of skin like you all have from pregnancy or most people will have from pregnancy and like at first I was like oh I hate this I'm never wearing a bikini and now I'm like I was fuck like I grew two babies in me like yeah it doesn't bother me at all yeah totally like there is obviously I'm um, there's oh there's stuff around about this like in, on Instagram of like people showing their reality post baby um, mm. kind of bodies and stuff and saying like if you learn to not just learn but like there's so much pressure to you know get your, the phrase like get your body back and that's oh, yeah. wrong like and stuff that I'm um, you know why would you want to get your old body back because actually like this body grew like um grew a baby and to kind of like love that about yourself and like mm. you said that about your stretch marks you like love those oh, yeah um, you love them, yeah. It's like, and I would, and if I was your husband, I would. Like, yeah, you know, it's um, it totally. I, I definitely, uh, I'd love to, like, feel like a little bit less like blobby, like in um, you know, in yeah, feeling or something. Um, but actually, I do like I I grab my like bit of skin now on my tummy, and I think. Like, well, yeah, like two people in here. Yeah. Um, and also, I think everybody's like body, how they want it to be, is different. And like my boobs, I probably like that's the one thing I do miss from before. I loved them before, and now they're just not quite the same. But like now, I basically, I'm uncomfortable with my body, and it's only ever if like I've eaten too much, or I'm on my period, or coming on my period. My actual body as it stands normally, I'm quite happy with. I don't mind some of the big. Ba- like flabby bits don't mind morbidly bits it's like you'll really only ever hear me moan if I'm like due on my period and it's that bloat that like it just looks like you're pregnant again and it's that is one of the more frustrating things but the actual fatty bits they don't bother me at all anymore yeah and you like definitely we both like feel better when we work out right yeah not you physically are more toned as a result of like Oh, no, like, it's more mental, it, isn't it? It just feels good. Yeah, yeah. Totally, like you like you said, you want to move, even though your back's been giving you trouble. That you like, I just want to feel like yeah. moving again. Yeah, I've not really worked out probably because my back's been so bad. And I'd like today, I'm really feeling it. Like I feel gross. I've still been doing Pilates, but I want to do some like cardio or just. And I'm like running around after the boys. Like today, I was pulling them along in their car so that my arms were getting work out. But I just want to like yeah, move more definitely. 
Uh-huh. It was that week of solo parenting, wasn't it? You're, yeah. Your back tipped me over the edge again. Um, but yeah, what, what are your like thoughts on that like, body changing? Like, what is like, do you love your body before or after? Or do you appreciate your body after having kids? Is there certain items of clothes that you just had to hold on to? Are there certain items of clothes that you like, can't wait to see the back of? Like, tell us about your body changing clothes, issues or loves and hates um, on our Instagram or email us any stories you've got. Um, uh, Instagram handle. I also think as well as boys clothes, there's a massive market for like postpartum clo- like clothes that are, that are not like, you know, breastfeeding tops mm. and stuff that like things that maybe like can change with your body shape and stuff. Like if anyone knows of any brands that do that, like that are a bit more yeah I suppose like lend themselves to a changing body yeah that aren't just like massively oversized or like gym wear like we lived and I'm actually wearing a pair of mine now in the Lululemon align I don't know if that's how you say it leggings because they saw us through pregnancy and out the other side and they're soft and they're comfortable and they're like they for me are like one of the things that you can do all the way through postpartum if you've had a c-section they don't push on your scar too much but they are leggings and like you don't want to wear leggings all the time like you want to wear jeans or like something that looks like jeans are there any companies that do like the paper bag jeans like but maybe they're like a softer paper bag at the top so they stretch with you a bit more yeah that would be nice and actually um the um i don't know how to say it that swimwear company that you just got some swim stuff from and she said she asked me like what is it you look for in swimwear and I was like, well, funny you should say that because we were talking about like the material being really nice for like mm-hmm. support. And yeah, and exactly why, where, where is like the benefit of those leggings that we loved in pregnancy is that they stretch with your body mm-hmm. and you can kind of get away with wearing them for a growing body. Actually, there comes a point after having a baby that you're like, oh, I want suction <laughs> yeah. and like something to support. And, yeah. stuff. and I feel the same way about like Hunter G swimsuits now Yeah, like, in that like with wobbly bits actually it's not a bad example because they they stretch as well but like they don't hold it they're not yeah they're not holding you in and like um and stuff i'm pretty sure you could probably see my c-section like shelf um from my scar kind of in in those but um but yeah like if there if there's things about clothes that like i don't know that pulls and that are annoying yeah i feel like one one good co- company is spanks Feel like their leather leggings best. Yeah. Like their pregnancy ones were good as well, but like they're a good like postpartum. Once you've got over the pain and they're like you can put those on and they do just hold you in and make you feel a bit nice. Yeah, totally. And that there's also like you just said about time of the month. Like once a month, I change clothes size completely. Yeah, and I change into a complete psychopath as well. But nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's probably best I just don't go out then. But um. You know, like I need like you need clothes that meet change with your body around yeah. the, around the month as well. Yeah. Gotta feel like this is a conversation you could just keep going on and on about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's quite a good conclusion because we've like really gone over the whole clothes thing. We've eked, eked out that and we have content. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, like let us know at poolside problems. Any links are on there. Um, the swimsuit company that I was talking about um, is, I might tag those because she's a new company, she's British. 
Um, and she got some lovely bits. Quite really lovely. Big shout out for her. Really lovely. Oh, I was thinking, I was just saying to someone that um, she didn't want to copy parenting hell too much, but I love the small business shout out. Yeah, that is nice. Um, at the end. So, you know, that is one small business shout out. Yeah, well, if there are any small businesses it is that have clothes for like all the way through, then definitely get in touch and let us know. But Elle, I hope you have a lovely week. You too. I hope you do too. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Poolside Problems. We hope we made you laugh a little and that you felt like you too were hiding under a duvet with us with a cup of coffee, with some girl chats about our real problems and our silly poolside problems too. If you enjoyed listening, we'd love to hear from you in a review below and don't forget to subscribe. If there's something you'd like us to open up the conversation about or something we talked about today resonated with you, drop us a message on our Instagram at Poolside Problems and we will try to include it in future episodes. And of course, nothing is TMI. We are all ears to anything else you'd like to share with us. See you next week for more Poolside Problems. Tour and out. <laughs>